This is Gary W. Johnson, a.k.a. The Venice Gentleman, coming to you with something that might inspire you, empower you, and motivate you, having topic of a conversation that could benefit men and women alike. We're getting ready to have a conversation right now with the young lady and your name. Kay. Kay. Pleased to meet you, Kay. Pleased to meet you as well. So, Kay, tell me, uh, what's on your mind tonight? Well, um, as a woman dating, I have so many questions and so many things that I don't understand about men. Um, I guess one of the biggest questions I have to ask you is about men and commitment. Okay. As far as men and commitment. Um, Right. First and foremost, uh, Kay, how old are you? I'm 40. You're 40 years old. Yes. Uh, Have you ever been married? Yes, I have. Okay, how long were you married? Mm, just a couple years. Oh, a couple of years. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, so you were married a couple of years. Did y'all have any children together? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, One now, child. How many children? One child. Okay, good, 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 good. Now, the thing of it is, uh, before you married this guy, How long did you and this guy date? Well, that marriage, (laughs) that's a little complicated, but it's almost to say say we're not even going to count that. It's like apart from that, just in general. But, but, uh, you know, we've known each other for some time, you know, throughout our childhood and, and such. But um, yeah, that's that's a whole other issue. You okay. don't have time. You don't have time in the day to go through all of that. <laughs> but well, hey, look, but, yeah, the day. But uh, the reason <laughs> I guess I was asking you that, I uh-huh. wanted to kind of see like your history of dating and when you talked about commitment, right. like you married right. this guy and what was the commitment like before you married him. But mm-hmm. when you touched up on it, you been knowing each other for years in school and all mm-hmm. that. That is right. a, a different beast right there. Okay. Right. So here's the thing. Uh, you and this guy, you divorced now? Yes. Okay. So how long have you been divorced from this guy? Um, It's been about, what is it, three or so years. Okay. Okay. So within those three or four years, uh, have you been uh, meeting guys that uh, did not uh, want to have commitment? Uh, that's consistently what I run into, especially I think a lot of it is regional because um, I just think sometimes norms and relationship goals, I think it's a cultural thing, like how you grow up thinking about the whole idea of getting married and and having a re- actual relationship. Um, I did not mention that I'm from Los Angeles and that's where I'm calling in from. And okay. in, in Los Angeles, I would say the culture is very, 
for the men, it's just like they're all commitment folks. They don't they don't believe in commitment. There's no they don't see a benefit to settling down. And so they usually don't. And so it, I think it's really tough for women dating, especially, you know, someone who's got their stuff together, professional um, women. I think it's very tough for us trying to find okay. someone. Okay. Now, here's the thing. It's, it's going to be somebody for everybody. And being in that region, you may find more of that. Uh, don't know exactly what would cause that. Could be a number of things. But the thing of it is, if you're running into guys that don't want to make a commitment, I would ask them particular questions to see what their issue is with that. Uh, as far as like, uh, not wanting to make a commitment. Uh, what kind of age group are you talking about these particular guys that don't want to make a commitment? Oh my gosh. We can talk from mid thirties on up to darn near 50. And oh, okay. yeah, yeah. They, you know, most men just don't appear to see the benefit. I don't know if it's because like I said, I don't know. I think it is an LA thing uh, because you know, not that I'm not, but there are a lot of beautiful women out here because everybody comes out here to be, you know, a superstar or whatever. So there are lots of beautiful women out here. Uh, and I just don't think that they see the point in settling down. So I'm wondering if it would have anything to do with the number of women that's there for men, even if they didn't want to make a commitment or settle down that, well, if you don't want to play, well, I'll go and play with someone else. Do you think that would factor in at all? A hundred percent. Because, I mean, I mean okay. yeah, yeah. I mean, if it was five women and five men, of course, you know, things would be simpler. But, yeah, there, there's so much that goes into that. I mean, it, it, it would get, like I said, this would be a whole other conversation because we could talk also about um, even the rate of incarceration here in L.A., that takes up a big chunk because even when I visit other cities and states and countries, even when I go even like, let's say to a mall, the amount of black men that I see in a mall, I'm like, dang, you know, it's different because here it's like you go to the mall, you see women and like their kids, you see women and children, you barely see any men out. It's like, um, I don't know. And then when I go to other states, especially in the South, I'm like, um, it's a culture shock almost to say, well, goodness, it has to be, you know, that a lot of our men are just not readily available. So I, I know that it has a lot to do with numbers, but even the, for the men that are, you know, out and about, uh, the mentality is, you know, they don't really have to do much to get a woman. They could look like whatever and they expect the woman to be perfect they cannot have much going for them and the, yet they want to have a long list of what they want the woman to have going for them. It's, yeah, it's, it's not, it's not a good thing. It's just not, no equality in that. Okay. Well, well tell me this. I know you probably have, uh, you know, uh, girlfriends that may be going through some of the same things. Uh, do you think that some of these guys that feel that way are having women that's accepting them and you think maybe that that helps them keep going on the same road that they're on because it's like uh, these other women they'll accept it if you won't because I'm thinking if women put their feet down and they won't accept that 
it might make men come up to where they need to be in order to have this particular woman. I would agree with that. But I mean, to be honest, I think a lot of women condone it because they don't, a lot of women don't want to be by themselves. Uh, You know, I, I was born an only child, so I've been by myself. So it's just, I feel that, you know, there should be a time where you couple up and and you see the benefit of being in a relationship but I I don't really feel that a lot of men do and I don't know if it's part of it's just immaturity because it seems obvious that there is a benefit to being a couple but I can't single-handedly change the mindset and the fact that there are other women that are willing to I'll just say low-hanging fruit there's lots of low-hanging fruit that are willing to accept whatever it does make it harder Sure. And there, there are going to be some low hanging fruit out there. I, <laughs> I look at some of the things that some of these women uh, accept. And, you know, I think that uh, by them doing so, it, it hurts them in the long run. But again, like you say, maybe some women don't want to be alone and they'll go ahead and uh, go along with the program. And if that if that's a role they want to play with those particular guys and you know, not that they're real thirsty or anything like that, but it's like, hey, look, you know what? I'm tired of going around the merry-go-round and let me just grab one of these guys because it seems like every guy I'm running into doesn't want to make a commitment, so let me just grab one. And uh, I think that's something that kind of hurts when it comes to men having to go ahead and make that commitment. But let me say this. Whether men are younger or older, you're going to find some in the category of not wanting to make a commitment. Now, the older guys, they might not want to make a commitment because of some of the things they've experienced in the past. And it's like, you know what? I'm not going through that. And so some guys that don't want to make a commitment is like, I'm not trying to be married. And so some women, they're just accepting these guys like this. But I would feel like that Keep talking to different guys. And I know you say there's not a lot of guys when you go out, but keep talking to different guys. And as you're talking to them, let them know what your expectations are. You don't have to lower your expectations for them. If you're looking for somebody that's willing to make a commitment and let them know, hey, look, this is what I'm bringing to the table. And and if you're going to be my man, this is what I'll do for you. And this is what I'll do for us. But in order for me to do the things that I feel like that's necessary for us to be in this relationship and it's going to be committed from me and it's going to be a commitment from you, well, you've got to come up and step up to the bar. You know, when you step up to the bar and do what needs to be done, but then these are the things that you could benefit from. And if they don't want to do that, well, then you just move on to another guy and talk to a guy that's ready to, you know, follow suit. And, you know, the thing of it is, Uh, I know you're saying you're not running to a lot of guys and there's not sports right now, but I was going to say, you know, if there's a basketball game or something where men go to and things that uh, activities for men so you can see where there are more men. Uh, I know some of these bars right now, you know, they're, they're closing them up or they're limiting bars with the coronavirus. They're limiting to a certain number, like 25%. And some guys not want to get out, you know, so the thing of it is, it's like you don't have as much activity where you could go to where some of the guys hang out. But, you know, you got a car wash. You know, guys are going there, wash their car. 
or they'll go somewhere where they're getting their cars washed. And if you go and you see a guy, and here's the thing, you've got yourself like where you're in a ready mode, not ready like ha, 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 panting like you want a guy, but you've got yourself dressed, you've got your makeup on, and you you got yourself in a position where a guy can be attracted to you. Uh, there's a uh, and it, it applies to men and women, but the saying is, a man that's ready all the time is ready at the right time. And that applies to women. If you go out and you've got like a bag over your head, like uh, something like that, or rollers in your hair, or you go to the store like in your pajamas, you're not ready. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and that may not even apply to you, but I'm just saying, you know, to give you some kind of a idea when a woman goes out and you don't have to walk into a Walmart like you're getting ready to go to a club, but have yourself together. You know, if, if you're going to have your nails done, have your nails done. They might not be able to see your face fully, but if you got your, your your makeup on where they can see a little makeup and they got your eyes together, you can have smiling eyes, you know, and get a guy's attention, you know, and the way you coordinate your clothes and things of this nature, you know, and that way, you know, when you're out, you can also have your little antenna. Phone number, but smile. And if they smile back, you know, maybe you can engage in conversation. And if it seems like they're talking pretty good, maybe you can exchange numbers. And then you talk to them and see where they're coming from. Let them know what your expectations are. Well, that does make sense because I will admit that I have been caught off guard, not by not looking the part, but just, you know, not being in the mindset of being open, you know, I'm just running doing routines and errands and, you know, when people approach, you know, it sometimes knocks me off guard, but I guess that's one thing is like, you know, being always mentally prepared for that. Um, But I have a question. You said um, like about the, basically the interview questions that you were, that you were um, recommending that I ask a man basically where where your head's at. At what point in dating or getting to know that person would you recommend all that? Because if if you're talking about the first date, there would not be a second 99% of the time in this climate, in this culture. So yeah, most, most, um, most guys would like run from a person that would drill them like that on a first date. So I'm, I'm wondering at what point should I be asking all those other questions? Well, there are certain questions that you can ask on a first date. You can ask a guy, hey, so tell me, what are you looking for in a woman? <laughs> you know, just what are you looking for in a woman? You know, and, and they might say, you know, hey, look, I'm just looking for somebody to have fun with. Or, you know, I was thinking uh, maybe if we get serious, it could be like this or that. Or, you know, they might not talk about marriage, but the guy might say, hey, look, I'm looking for somebody that might be able to have children, might want to get married, or uh, I'm looking for somebody that's uh, career-minded and, you know, they got the expectations of uh, moving forward in life. You know, you don't have to just sit down like you're giving them a particular interview or grilling them, but you just ask a question and see kind of where it goes from there on the first date. Right. And, And usually the first date or two or three you know, they're on their best behavior and they can be consistent for at least that far. But then the game changes. 
uh, all of a sudden we're not really sure anymore and we start backtracking and, and the ideas of what we want might change. So that's what I run into because of course on the first date or initially they're at least talking to talk about wanting to settle down, being open to a relationship unless I wouldn't have been out with them to begin with. And then, you know, at some point they change. Okay, well, I'm wondering if it's because you didn't invite them to your place, you didn't go to their place, or if you went to their place, you didn't give up the goods, or... legs she's slapping my hands if I just touch the leg the girl don't even want me to touch her you know so uh, things can factor in when it comes to the second date third date you know try you and see if they can get the first base and I'm um, okay let, let me move the second base and uh all right she let me do that man you know let me see if I can hit a home run you know uh let me rub on guys they're just looking for those particular things but if they're running away from that you should applaud them and maybe even send them a thank you card because they're not supposed to be in your life that's true I agree um, let's see what was I going to ask you um, as you were talking I was thinking that if a woman and I'm not talking physically I'm talking emotionally if a woman seems that they are, I mean, I don't even know if it's a question or a comment. I, this is one of the things I think. I think that sometimes when men see that they can actually get what they say they want, it's too real. And so much of advice for women is, is around a woman being coy, a woman being hard to get. A woman making herself scarce, a woman being unavailable, a woman not saying yes to going out with you when you ask her or always picking up the phone when you call. So I'm wondering if that's just one of the major things that I might be doing wrong. And I'm like I said, I'm not talking sexually. I'm talking about just availability uh, and then just being willing to go to what you know we we had already discussed as far as looking for a relationship it's like i think sometimes men say they want it but when it seems like it's there as a possibility staring you in the face it scares a lot of men or i don't know if they're boys but it scares a lot of people off well you did mention different age brackets of the guys that you're scaring off uh, but <laughs> as you as you were making uh, those statements and you know yourself better than anybody else. Are you playing games with him? Like, if he calls me tonight, I won't answer tonight. I'll wait and let him call me tomorrow. Do you find yourself playing any kind of little games? Never. And I'm thinking that that must be the problem because I'm just too straightforward and too direct and too... Like, if I like somebody, I make myself available to them. I don't do the game stuff. But it seems the people that do run game are the ones that are getting ahead. And so I'm saying, is that my downfall? Because I'm not being manipulative and I'm not being sneaky and I'm not running game and I am making myself available. I mean, if 
five people call me and the one person calls me that actually I the one person I like calls me I will drop everything for that one person but if you're that one person you don't know how good you have it the other four may never know how good you have it you know so because I make myself available they don't they may not it might lose value in their eyes because I seem too available and most advice that women I've read like women women should never be too available and I'm talking about like a person asks you to go out you want to go out with them you may sometimes even drop some things or rearrange some things just so you can be out with that person well the the thing of it is and you know uh, every woman is going to be different and every man is going to be different some men are out here basically just playing games you know, so they're not trying to find anything, but that's how you kind of weed through that. Making yourself available, I think that's a good thing because that way and think, well, maybe if I should have made myself more available, uh, maybe this and that. If you know you made yourself available or if they said, well, hey, look, I was thinking about taking to dinner tonight and it's like, uh, do you think you have somebody that the babysit your child or something like that? And it's like, well, I tell you what, uh, let me see if I can get somebody to watch my child. And after do that, we can go out to dinner. I don't think it's anything wrong with that. I don't think it's like uh, you being overly aggressive or, or like you're hungry or thirsty or anything like that. You know, it's showing that you do like the guy well enough to whereas you will make a few sacrifices. I'm not saying you have to sacrifice all the time. You can say, hey, look, it's not a good time. You know, let's try to do it tomorrow. Or, you know, uh, it might work better this weekend or, you know, whatever. But at the same time, I wouldn't second guess myself if you wanting to make yourself available because that way if things don't work out, you know it's not your fault. And you don't want to be looking back second guessing yourself. Let it be his fault and not your fault. And then if it doesn't work out like that, like I said, applaud the guy and maybe even send him a thank you card because that's not the guy that you need. 